Hey there, all you party people out there in audio land. This is T.C. Rollins. I'm a writer, actor, musician, all-around Renaissance man. And as always, we have... Rain de Grey. Hi, everyone. And welcome to episode 122 of the Dirty Talk After Hours podcast. This is our weekly podcast that we come out with. So gives you something to entertain yourself with while you're waiting for our normal heavy episodes to come out. A little lightheartedness between the heavy episodes, although full disclosure, some of the topics I'm talking about tonight are going to be pretty heavy. Well, that's good because I have some lighthearted stuff to balance that out with. What do you got? Let's start this week with a little bit of tech talk. I like the alliteration. <laughs> and and you have a love-hate relationship with technology as well. I I have a hate relationship. Where's the love? There's no love. I hate I hate it. You love some technology. It. You like the social medias. I love this. I am an Amish person who loves social media. One thing we have been talking about quite frequently on this podcast is the Internet of Things connected dildos, vibrators, sex toys. Sex and robots. Yes. Sex. Sex, sex robots. The new, have you heard about the new sex robots that can respond and have sensors and you can turn on a sex robot? Well, yeah, they've been working on that for a while. I, was, I think I read some of that stuff when we were working on our sex robot podcast. No, it's getting, it's even getting more advanced. So now you can attempt to do foreplay and you can disappoint her. Oh, <laughs> so it'll treat you like, like a real woman. <laughs> you, if you don't warm her up enough, if you don't engage in enough foreplay, she's not as interested. I wonder. So now this is just me going off topic as I want to do on occasion. You do, you do do that. There has to be guys out there that might be into sex doll cuckolding would be like you can please my sex doll better than i could ever possibly oh, please my sex there doll. would have to be yes <laughs> you just have some random guy come over to your house and be like well that's her in the corner i uh -huh. wish i could fuck her but you know uh -huh. have at it let me see well, what you can well, do because cuckolding is actually not that uncommon of a kink but when I get people writing into me, it it hundred percent of the time, hundred. I say this statistic with confidence. hundred percent of the time, it is a dude. I just want to be cuckolded. I just want her to be satisfied by massive dick. Why can't I find a woman who will go around town and fuck everybody? And and because she's at the risk of STI, she's at the risk of pregnancy, she's at the risk of someone possibly getting physically violent. You're wondering why you can't find an open-minded jizz receptacle that's going to subject yourself to a risk of pregnancy, STIs, and uh, possibly worse in order to get your rocks off. Why are you having such a hard time getting that fetish? So if you have sex dolls, 
then she wouldn't have to worry about it. You could get the cuckolding fetish you've yes. always wanted. You could hire, you just have someone come over and just you could get all pipe. the random dick mm-hmm. just to, to come mm-hmm. to the house. Well, th- see, my thought on that was that if they are building these sex dolls that will respond and you just can't turn it on, you, you try and get things mm-hmm. going, try mm-hmm. to light a fire. Uh, uh-huh. It's like, oh, you're just not doing it for me tonight. Then maybe you can bring some burly stud of a man to the house and he can get the sex doll going. And then you can watch <laughs> how a real man would yeah, actually yeah. tear that up. If it hasn't happened yet, it will happen. Guaranteed. You are predicting <laughs> the future right now for sure. I have I have met some men. I know men and their penises fairly well. That is that that hasn't happened yet, it will. I promise. You heard it here first. We'll we'll bring you updates if we ever find it. Or if anybody listening is into some sort of sex doll cuckolding, let us know. We would be curious. (laughs) I would be curious. Inquiring minds want to know. (laughs) What I was alluding to is that we've discussed the remote vibrators. Now you can control your vibrator or other sex toy or a cock cage or whatever through your phone. Right. And we, we've talked about some of the hacking issues that have been going on with that, where it could be sexual assault. Somebody else hacks into your phone and makes the vibrator work when you don't want to. There is a new app out. It is called Grub Buzz. Do you know what this app does? Um, I'm familiar with Grubhub. Yes. Okay. So you're on, you're on the right track there with the Grubhub. Do they bring vibrators to you? Wait, Grubbuzz. Do you put on the sex toy and then let anyone on the internet turn it on? No. I mean, I'm sure that there might be that. I'm sure at some point that that'll happen where it's kind of like, Hey, here's the IP address for my vibrator, whoever out Just there. Just give me a buzzy buzz buzz. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm, yes. But no, yes. this Although is. Although it's probably going to be more likely men with vibrating uh, eggs up their butt who are <laughs> wanting people <laughs> to set off the buzz as opposed to, I mean, you need an exact pressure. You need it at an angle. You need the pacing not to stop. Uh-huh. Women are going to be less inclined to turn over the steering wheel to someone who doesn't know how to use a vibrator on their specific genitalia. But it will happen, I'm sure. Go on. You're saying they could set up some sort of shell account for themselves to put themselves out there? Like there are some young, attractive woman who's like, oh, I just have mm-hmm. this vibrator. Just, oh, anytime mm-hmm. you want to give me mm-hmm. a buzz. Hi. Mm-hmm. With some mm-hmm. well-posed photos that they've stolen uh-huh. online. Uh, that's exactly what I'm saying. Are you saying yes. there's fake accounts out there of yes. gentlemen mm-hmm. pretending to be young, attractive women? <laughs> I am catnip to very attractive 18 to 22-year-old women that are bisexual and they want all the time, all the time. I What it is it about me, I don't know. I must just ooze magic and sex appeal, but... 18 to 22-year-old bisexual women on the internet with very few photos contact me all of the time, and they want to talk about their sex lives. That's amazing how many young bisexual women out there that are just barely any social media presence whatsoever, but just want to 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 get intimate. Yep. Yeah. Fascinating. Well, this has nothing to do with grub buzz. You were on the right track, though. It has to do with food delivery because over the last year, food delivery has become the mainstay of a lot of people's lives. Yes. This app 
interacts with apps like Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, Postmates, et cetera, et cetera. The way it works is you connect your Internet of Things toy of your choice with the app. This app interacts with these other delivery apps. It gives you feedback as your food is getting closer. So you put it in, you order your food from one of these delivery apps, you get a little buzz when the order is received. And then as the food is getting closer and closer to your house, because it gives you these updates on the app as to when to expect the delivery, the intensity of the vibration starts increasing until the delivery is at your door. Okay. Oh, okay. I heard every word you so it's a, it's a vibrator people are shoving in their pants? You take one of these vibrators that are connected to your phone. You put uh-huh. it in whatever hole you choose. It, so, wait, that's turning the delivery people. How are you supposed to, in the middle of being sexually pleasured, supposed to suddenly stand up and go to the front door and get your food? Well, I don't know. You just that tr- seems incredibly it off. violating delivery person they're not signing up for that and they're being used and it's just like even if you can manage to keep yourself under control and you go answer the door you're sweaty and sexually flushed and aroused and tingling everywhere and is is that the burger that i ordered nice buns and the delivery person's like what the fuck is wrong with you they're just trying to do their job like that's or oftentimes they're leaving it on the front door now because they're doing all the no contact yeah. stuff. So you might not even have to in. But they, but they do like ring. The thing is they do ring the doorbell uh-huh. uh, frequently. And how do you know that someone who has not worked themselves up into a sexual frenzy of titillated lather when the doorbell rings isn't going to want to open up the door and da, 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 sexy times. Uh, oh, whoops-a-daisy, my robe slipped. Isn't that the plot set up for most every bad porn movie ever? Are you sitting down? Yes, you can see me sitting I have, down. I have some news. I have mm. some news I have to break to you. Yeah. Porn is not realistic. It turns out all those delivery people, they're just trying to deliver the food. They don't care about your tingly genitals. thats I, just, I see that that has a, a high potential to non-consensually rope in delivery people for your sexy time activities. And and even, even if you are not, you are using some poor person, some that's just trying to make a living to be a, 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 a vibrator and they don't even know it. Like they're driving and it's just like, oh, they're getting closer. They're getting, and like the, the just trying the to deliver your Thai food. <laughs> just trying to deliver your chow mein and didn't know that you are recruiting them to be a vibrator. And like, some might think that's hot, but some people are like, I'm just trying to pay my fucking rent. And now you're using me as a vibrator. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to make my minimum wage while getting completely raked over the coals by big tech companies. And now on top of everything else, you're using me as a vibrator. Free labor, free sexual labor. Fuck you. Fuck your face. Perhaps you might enjoy this company's previous app. Better. It was called Rub Grub. It was a vibrator that placed a delivery for a large cheese pizza following the user's orgasm. So somehow there was some feedback in there that could tell when you came, and when you came, it would put in an order for a pizza. I feel like these app designers are incredibly fixated on both food and orgasms happening very close together. 
Like they have a mission and they just are going to keep tinkering to someone was sitting around and smoking a butt and was like, you know, what would be a genius idea, man, is if you made an app, right? And, and, and like, after you came, you got a cheeseburger. (laughs) That's genius. We're going to be billionaires. Just make it. Maybe that's not the origin story, but I feel possibly. I understand it. Yeah, I, I want to come and then just have food arrive. That's that's <laughs> the that's the American dream. It's like I do not want to have to leave the couch. I want to play with myself. I want to orgasm and then have food miraculously appear in front of me. Well, then why are they not billionaires? Is that not the most genius app ever? Why did it not work? Yeah, possibly. I mean, it just didn't catch on. Just, I mean, sometimes you don't want to leave the couch. You're too busy playing your video games. So you don't want to <sighs> have to do everything. You stop, rub one out, and then food. Speaking of playing video games. Yes. Did you know that casual sex is declining among young adults, according to studies? Casual sex has been declining in my house for years now. Yes, but you're just one uh, character. We are talking a vast swath. I have a sample size of one, yes. (laughs) Studies tend to involve more than a sample size of T.C. Rollins. Okay. As it turns out, you would think it, I mean, pandemic nonwithstanding, in the age of the Tinder and the Grindr and marriages dropping that casual sex would be uh, rampant. We've got birth control. We've got reasonably good antibiotics. Enjoy them while they last. Those antibiotics are becoming less effective by the year. Get your casual sex in while you can, but young adults are not. A recent study by Rutgers University reveals that nearly two in five men aged 18 to 23 had a commitment-free intercourse in any given month in 2017, and that has fallen to just under a quarter 10 years later. The proportion of women engaging in casual sex have similarly declined from 31% to 22%. So that's a pretty noticeable jump down. Mm -hmm. So then what do they attribute this pretty substantial decline to? A reduction in drinking. Okay. I know that this might come as a bit of a shock, But it turns out that the more that you drink alcohol, the higher your chances of having casual sex. I do see there might be some causation to that. I don't know if it's correlation that I happen to be drinking and then I would hook up with people. But yes, I could see that. Men who drank every day were 5.5 times more likely to have casual sex than those that did not consume alcohol. 5.5 times? Yes. It turns out that... Young people are drinking less, living with their parents longer, and playing more video games and being online more. And all of these factors have led to the fact that we are having a lot less casual sex. If you want to look at it, there's probably a reason why so many more people are living with their parents longer, because people can't afford to move out. People are moving out later and later because there's less places for them to move to. There are less places for them to move to because there's more people and less land and it's harder to actually get housing. As a result of the fact that people are stuck with their parents for longer, people are having less children. They'll be having less children, which means eventually there'll be more land available and housing for them to move to. 
But right now, our overpopulation is having a direct effect. Mm -hmm. That means that people stay with their parents longer because they can't afford to move out. And because they stay with their parents longer, they're having less sex. So it's a self-correcting situation. Yes, oh. it is correcting right now. We are we are currently in the middle of a global course correction on a multitude of ways. That's what this entire podcast is about, is all the different ways that course corrections are happening. And one of the course corrections is, despite Tinder and Grindr, a noticeable downturn in casual sex. Not only is it a self-correcting problem, it's getting worse than that. I had warned our listeners going in that this was going to be kind of a heavy podcast. Penises are shrinking and men are becoming less fertile. Is there a reason for this? <laughs> uh, yes. Environmental pollution is what's causing penises to shrink and for people to become less fertile. And you could not care about pollution. You could think it's just a bunch of liberal, hairy-legged hippies running their yap. It's fine. But you might care when you can't make a baby or when you do make a baby, you have a baby with a really small tallywhacker because plastics and the environment are actually causing our bodies to respond with plummeting fertility and smaller penis sizes. As an educator and a former pro-dom, one of the things that I would get approached with very frequently, a very common fetish, is small penis humiliation. It's actually called SPH. Mm -hmm. It's so common. And I'm very curious, as we have a generation of kids born with shrunken penises because of the body's response in utero to these plastics that we're being exposed to, if small penis humiliation as a fetish will either grow or shrink. I won't know. I'll have to wait and see what the numbers are. Or it could go back to what the Greeks thought. We talked about that before yes. in a previous podcast, where the Greeks prized a very small penis. It was, it was dainty and it was a sign of intelligence. Only rapscallions and, and barbarians and the uncouth had big dangling gross dicks. A true refined gentleman had a compact package. According to Dr. Shauna Swan's book, Countdown, our modern world is altering humans' reproductive development and threatening the future of our species. Pollution is leading to higher rates of erectile dysfunction, fertility decline, and growing numbers of babies born with small penises. Hmm. In some parts of the world, the average 20-something today is less fertile than her grandmother was at 35. This chemical pollution that we are all responding to uh, inadvertently because we are in the middle of a giant science experiment and we are the guinea pigs is phthalates. Phthalates is something that is talked about very commonly in the sex toy industry. Mm -hmm. And before we removed phthalates, they were in sex toys and people would have burning mucous membranes and pain and irritation and itching. And there was no regulatory market. You were a weird, gross pervert if you use sex toys and they didn't care. And in this day and age, we've actually managed to remove phthalates out of most sex toys, but it's used in plastic manufacturing. Yeah, It's in toys, food packaging, detergents, cosmetics. And by the time a child has actually entered the world, they are already packed full of the environmental pollution of these phthalates. And it is causing marked effects on fertility and genital size. All of us are 
bombarded by these things all the time. If you look at some of the research coming out, we all have microplastics in us. It's all mm -hmm. in our water because we've been using them for the last 50 some odd years and they keep getting ground up. And it's estimated that, I don't remember the exact year, but the, it's estimated at some point soon in the future, there's going to be more plastic in the ocean than fish, oh. but it keeps getting recycled and ground up and then coming back through us. So each and every one of us right now has little micro bits of plastics in us that will not break down because our societies become so dependent on all the plastics and we don't have any good way to recycle them. I know this is getting really heavy. This is so heavy. Come to our podcast and be entertained, delighted, dazzled. Just keep bringing the downer. I've brought the shrinking dick. What do you have? We're full of plastic and we're dying. This is podcast gold. I have some more dick that's a lighthearted dick. Okay. It's, Give this, me some lighthearted, this, please. This isn't as heavy please. as your dick that you're bringing. Wash, wash the flavor of sad dick out of my mouth with lighthearted dick, please. Okay. I have lighthearted dick for you this is this is so much more lighthearted you brought the heavy dick <laughs> let me give you some some funny lighthearted dick okay and okay. this this ties into current world events if anybody has been following current world events you know one of the major things that has happened within the last week if you're listening to this when this podcast comes out would those events be when you don't use enough lube? Uh, I suppose in a roundabout way, if you're trying to fit yourself through something and... You, something gets jammed and it's you, not fully lubricated and yes. you didn't get the angle right? Yes. And that's why I am short all of my Amazon packages? possibly and there's a huge backup and delay of roughly 10% of world commerce right now mm -hmm. because there is a giant ass boat wedged and the shifting shifting reports oh it was wind and now they're having to admit no, it's probably human error probably in that you done fucked up and you did your boat sideways and you blocked up 10% of the world, a smooth move, X-Lax, as we would say in high school. You may be wondering what this has to do with penis. Well, there were penises <laughs> on board the boat that got jammed. I'm were sure. there sex toys on the boat and the sex toys now can't be delivered? The artificial dongs? No, there's some other boats that are backed up. I was reading an article about some other boats backed up Full that of sex, have toys. sex toys that are meant to yeah. go to other places. No, if you look at the GPS tracking of the Ever Given right before it entered the Suez Canal as it was in the Red Sea... If you follow their GPS path, they draw a very obvious penis in the middle of the Red Sea and then go off to go into the Suez Canal. Oh, those drunken motherfuckers, <laughs> scrawling dick everywhere. It's not the first time we actually covered, we had those uh, on an earlier Dirty Talk podcast, we actually covered the cockpit transcript of two pilots that had taken the time to to use their planes to draw a giant penis in the sky. Yes. So when you give men technology, they are obsessed with penises at all times. I'm maybe if they hadn't doodled a giant dick in the ocean before wedging their barge ship into the Suez Canal, 
I would have my cat water dish. I'm just saying. Your penises are distracting you. Put the penis away. That was the cock episode that we did last year. And it was the two Navy pilots that drew the big penis in the sky with their contrail of the jet. Yes. So I'm going to show yes. you a picture real quick. And I want, I want to see what you see here. This is the GPS path of the <sighs> boat in the Red Sea. <laughs> this is, as they go off on the top, that is them going up to enter the Suez Canal. Giant dick. They drew a giant dick. I'm going to share this image with this podcast when it comes out because this is this is going to be the cover image. Is this coincidental? No, no, it's not. They drew a giant dick in the ocean. I can't say for certain that the people on the boat were intending to draw a penis in the middle of the water before they went into the Suez Canal, but it definitely looks that way it very much having seen the footage that you just shared with me that is a giant dick if i've ever seen it my other question though is whether we are predisposed to see penises a shaft and two testicles are pretty distinctive my friend predisposed <laughs> or not i cannot think of any other shape that is a, I mean, what is that? A banana and two oranges? It's we, we will share it with everyone and people can That's judge for themselves. But but he what makes... it shows me is that they did have decent amount of control over this boat oh, yeah, to be able I to draw think. this very articulate penis in there. My thought was we are predisposed to see faces and things. So that's why I'm True. wondering if we are predisposed to also see other human attributes in things. <laughs> that is a dick. That is that is a phallus. That is a shaft. That is the scrotum. Uh, that's I understand that we can see faces and things that aren't there. I follow that Twitter account. I enjoy it. Uh -huh. That's a penis. Just I'm just letting you know. Okay. Well, speaking of drawing penises, mm. I have a website for people. If you guys want to do some good, you need to go visit this website called do not draw a penis.com. I will put the link in with the show notes. Essentially what do not draw a penis.com is, is a place for people to draw penises, but for a good cause. Uh, what could cause is benefited by people drawing penises? A couple years ago, Google came out with this quick draw program. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever done this. Mm-mm. You can go to this website they've set up and they will tell you, hey, draw a rabbit or draw a newspaper or a carrot or something. And you have 30 seconds to draw it as best as you can. It's, it's kind of like Pictionary. What they did was set this up as an AI learning tool. So it'll give you a word and you draw it. So the AIs can kind of see like, oh, this is this thing. They released all this data to developers so they could identify pictures faster. What okay. was missing from all this data set were penises. Google's completely eliminated any penises people have drawn for oh. their program. But it is actually valuable to have penises that people have drawn so that the AI program can know what a person's representation of the human penis is so they can go and erase it from pictures online. Uh. Did you ever watch 
Silicon Valley, the show. I've watched a few episodes. It's brilliant. So one of yeah. one of the apps the guys developed was like a hot dog. It can tell you if the thing is a hot dog. And that proved to be very valuable because there's so many pictures constantly being put up online that they need to know, is that a dick or is it a hot dog? So they have <laughs> AIs doing this, but usually it takes people looking at it and be like, no, that's a dick. That's a dick. Oh, that's hot, a hot dog. dog. Right? Yeah, yeah. But now they want AIs to train it because they can go through all these these pictures so much faster and flag them, especially pictures on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. So if they have thousands of drawings of penises, then it trains the AI to go in and be like, oh, that's a penis. That's a penis. Oh, no, that's a carrot. That's a penis. That's a penis. They have this website set up. So you would be doing a huge favor by going on there and drawing penises so the AI can learn what people's doodles of penises will look like so they can go. And if they need to erase them on different websites, they have that ability now. They have also taken all the penises that have been drawn on this website and printed them all on a tea towel. So there are over 5,000 doodles, penises on this tea towel that you can buy. How did they fit 5,000 dicks on a tea towel? Like, wouldn't that just be like a solid, like, how small are these dicks? Like, that's a lot of dick to fit on a tea towel. They're they're very small, but yes, you could fit a thousand dicks on this tea towel. Here we have this tea towel. And they have thousands of that, tiny, right. unique tiny, yes. doodles Do of not, penises that people have submitted. Draw a penis tea towel. Yep. But of course, the, the first thing you're going to want to do when somebody says, do not draw a penis is draw a penis. Draw a penis. Yes. yes. So, so don't think of a tree. Yeah. Do the internet a favor. Go doodle some penises on do not draw a penis dot com. And the AI will learn more with every penis you draw the ai will get better and better and better at detecting penis drawings <laughs> do it for the do it for the children there you have it that is my lighthearted penis that i bring to you this week you are welcome it was not as girthy and heavy as the penis you threw on the table earlier <laughs> give me sorry hold on give me a moment okay <laughs> Girthy. Um, I have something lighthearted that is uh, speaks to one of my passions that I'd like to end this podcast with. Yes, let's let. Okay, we're gonna end this on an upbeat mood. We have other things we could talk about to bring things down, but we are gonna end it this week on a high note. As you are aware, a couple years back, I traveled to Harvard to lecture for Sex Week, and it was something I was really glad I got a chance to do. Cambridge, Massachusetts, home of Harvard University, has now redefined domestic partnerships to give relationships involving more than two people the same rights as a married couple. As a proud poly advocate who teaches poly classes, I'm just stoked. I just, for me personally, I know that not everyone listening is poly, and I love the fact that relationships are getting more broadly defined because there's so many of us. We don't all fit in these narrow, tight little boxes. And for most of human history, if you didn't fit in these tight little boxes, there was no space for you. And I believe that people can have relationships in a multitude of ways. And I am stoked that Cambridge, Massachusetts is now acknowledging polyamorous relationships as valid. 
We're gonna give Cambridge a clap there. Yes, good for recognizing alternative relationships. Hopefully more government bodies will start recognizing such things. They shall, one of the reasons why is because our economy is shifting and it is actually easier to raise a children with three people as opposed to two in terms of childcare and revenue brought in. Uh, polyamory actually works in a multitude of ways, practical as well as emotional. Pretty soon we'll start living in tribes again. Well, <laughs> I mean, we live in interesting times, my friend. We are going through an undeniable course correction and just waiting to see how it all shakes out. But we do not live in boring times. No siree. We do not live in boring times. We'll end it there. Give us a big old proud Polly salute. <laughs> jaunty <laughs> poly salute for us. I do have a proud poly jaunty salute and that also tickles my love of alliteration. Over and out my friends, thank you so much for joining us. We will catch you all next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>